I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. It's Thursday, and we're happy to be here tonight. We are heard Monday through Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And, of course, um, we're heard all over the Internet. You go to TalkStreamLive.com, GroundZero.radio, and Aftermath.media, where you can also sign up for our digital library, documents, videos, and also past shows. They're available in our library. Just sign up at aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Much has been said and written about media bias and double standards towards the response with the Russian-Ukrainian war when compared with other wars and military conflicts across the world, especially when we look at the Middle East, we look at Asia. Less obvious is how such hypocrisy is a reflection of a much larger phenomenon which governs our relationship to war and conflict zone. Enthusiasm for war remains high, as if over 70 years of failed military interventions have not taught us any meaningful lessons whatsoever. You look at the news, daily news headlines, and they tell us that the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Germany, Spain, or some other Western power has decided to ship a new kind of lethal weapon to Ukraine, Billions of dollars have already been allocated by Western countries to continue the war, keep it going, keep it hot. And all these countries face starvation in the wake of high gas prices, food supply chain failures, the failure of states in helping the homeless and the indigent. This is where we are in the United States right now. We're on the brink of food war. We're on the brink of hunger war. Um, today, here's something that you know I just had a discussion with my wife about. I use a CPAP machine when I sleep, and uh, my son does. It's because we have, in our family, we somehow the air gets cut off when we sleep. So I have a CPAP, and one of the recommendations for the CPAP machine is to use distilled water in order to breathe at night. You don't want to breathe in minerals or anything, so they want the water to be distilled and pure. Well, it has been now, probably in the last three months, it has been a challenge to find distilled water in a pharmacy or in a regular store. And every time I go out to look for it, I can't find it. I can spend the whole day looking for distilled water in my area. Janine decided today to go and find find water for me. And I had left. I, didn't, I, I saw her leave to do it. And then I left, got on the road and called her. And she says, I'm still looking for it. And that was about an hour or two after she left. My friend Sarah said that she even, when she goes out, she always thinks of the fact that if she sees distilled water, she'll put some in a shopping cart and remembers to bring it by to me because I, I just can't find it. I don't have enough time in the day to find it. Here we are. Something as simple as distilled water is not available at a store. I've also noted, noticed that we see drugs and other things that we normally take for granted are not available to be filled. So... Very little has been done. And this is why I'm really uh, concerned is because very little has been done to offer platforms for diplomatic nonviolent solutions with Ukraine. And when we hear that Russia wishes to have a ceasefire or, or wants to go to the negotiating table, we're told, oh, don't believe it. 
Don't believe it. They don't want to do it. And we're told that Russia wants to continue the bloodshed and nothing about Ukraine's attitude about peace. All we have are staged videos from Zelensky going on the Grammys, going to Congress, harsh words from Joe Biden that he ends up denying. And that's all we got. That's all we have. And then, of course, we see the images of the dead on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. So even though the, the, okay, the violation of sovereignty of any country is illegal under international law, and it certainly is a stark violation of the United Nations Charter. This doesn't mean that the only solution to violence is counterviolence. This can't be truer in the case of Russia and Ukraine, as a state of civil war has existed in eastern Ukraine for about eight years now, harvesting thousands of lives and depriving whole communities from any sense of peace or security. Now, NATO's weapons can't possibly address the root cause of this communal struggle. On the contrary, they can only fuel it further. I've been told that weapons from Poland is all we need to end this war. Now, if more weapons were the answer, the conflict would have been resolved years ago. I mean, we even have those war hawks that say that nuclear weapons should be used, and this is insane. Then a third of Americans say, well, you know, let's not put nuclear weapons out of the question. Keep them on the table, too. I mean, the speed in which additional military aid has poured into Ukraine following Russian military operations on February 24th is unprecedented in modern history. This raises not only political or legal questions, but moral questions as well. The eagerness to fund a war and the lack of the enthusiasm that's out there to help countries rebuild. We're seeing the weaponization of refugees, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is. Putin's delighted the fact that Poland can't handle all the refugees that are coming from Ukraine. All the other countries can't handle. And America, USA, they're going to have to take on some of the responsibility as well. After 21 years of war, United States war, invasions like Afghanistan, resulting in humanitarian refugee crises. Kabul is now largely left on its own. And last September, the UN Refugee Agency warned that a major humanitarian crisis is looming in Afghanistan, yet nothing has been done to address the looming crisis, which has greatly worsened since then. Afghani refugees are rarely welcomed in Europe. The same is true for refugees coming from Iraq, Syria, Libya, Mali, and other conflicts that directly or indirectly involve NATO. So if history is any indicator that we'll be seeing the same thing happen with Ukraine, because, of course, the fad's going to wear off, guys. I mean, this whole fad of, you know, yellow and blue and I'm behind Ukraine, it's going to wear off. And once we get what we want, the blowback will happen and, and, and we'll be dealing with an enemy that resents the Faustian bargain he made with the devil and who's the devil well of course we are nato they're the devil why are they the devil because we always play this game we always play this game read zabigny brzezinski and understand that we always play this game from embracing the mujahideen to embracing osama bin laden to embracing saddam hussein Zelensky isn't there yet give it time when he feels betrayed 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.